0: Hey, good evening, friends. Welcome to the front porch. Pastor Chris here with you. Great, great to have you here with me tonight. Gorgeous evening here uh, in Northwest Ohio, and, and we're just thankful to God for that. It's been a been a very uh, I don't want to say uh, interesting or trying day, but it's just been one of those days where definitely been feeling uh, the presence of God and the presence of Christ around me, and and I hope you've been feeling the same. I had a couple uh, moments today of. Being with some families as they celebrated the life of a loved one who passed away, and um, visited with another family, so it's just been one of those kind of uh, surreal days. And and I, you know, I'm thankful for those moments because I, because I know that the presence of Christ is with those families and goes with me as as I go forth in the various visitations I get to do. And just being with people is a is an honor and a, and a blessing. And and you know, for some that that's a difficult challenge to do. For some they they're just not uh, they're just not ready for that, and that's okay. But uh, but one of the things I discover is, is I meet with families, whether it's in a time of grief and sorrow, or whether it's a, a time of um, just uh, heartbreak because of a family situation. The one thing I, I remind people of, and and I, honestly, I have to remember it too, is that is that we have to be in constant prayer. We have to remain uh, faithful in that. So tonight here, we're gonna we're gonna touch on that a little bit. We're gonna look at a passage of scripture that we looked at before, but we're gonna address maybe a little differently because it is a a valuable tool. Scripture is as as a reminder of how we go forth in life, and and quite honestly, how we how we can manage, how we can step out in faith, and so. I am just so uh, so thankful that you are with me tonight and, and I tell you, I am looking forward to what, uh, what this night will bring. And so what do you say? Let's get started tonight here on the front porch. thank you friends for uh, for being here with me thank you for uh, being a part of this uh, of this day as we uh, as we come together in and prayer and and devotion and you know as i as i uh, as i think about you know how do we uh, how do we go forth in this life how do we uh, how do we overcome what we face and and the truth is we, we do it by simply not just by living but but by relying and trust on trust on our god uh, a faithfulness that we must uh, really focus ourselves in and and you know Paul in, in the book of Ephesians he he towards the end of the 3rd chapter he makes a statement and and I think it it's a statement for truly all of us because it is a reminder of of the the criticality of our prayer lives because we can so easily give up on on prayer life can't we uh, you know, imagine you know you're you're going through something in life, and you turn to God in prayer, and you and you say, "Lord, here's my prayer," and you do it just once, and and it's not answered, and so you think to yourself, "God's not listening. God didn't see me. God didn't uh, recognize that I was here, and so He t- totally ignores me." And and you don't pray again. What you've done is limited God. In the fact that if God doesn't hear you the first time, there's no, there's no possibility for God to answer your prayers. And, you know, I, I can understand that. You know, we want immediate response to our prayer life. We, we want those uh, uh, immediate answers to our prayer life. But it doesn't always happen that way. There's a, there's a story uh, of a family. And this family was going through a lot of, uh, a lot of growth if you will, financial successes. And they, but, but, but they were drifting apart. And so the wife who, who tells this story, I heard it, I don't know where I heard it, but she tells it, it's a true story. She, she shares how one day she realized the, the necessity of the fact that if they were going to continue down this financial success, that it was going to, quite honestly, destroy their family. And so she she realized and she resigned herself to the fact that she couldn't ask her husband to quit his job because he was providing for the family everything he was doing was for them he was working hard and and she respected him for doing that so she she said to herself i'm gonna pray to god for a transformation and she tells the story of how she uh, fell to her knees and she prayed to god lord we, we thank you for for the blessings and the gifts and, and the financial success we've we've achieved, yet my husband is is working 80 hours a week to do so, and would really like to have him home more. So, as selfish as it is, if you could take a, and and par back his job, give him something new to do, and and nothing happened right away. And, and she shared how initially she was frustrated at the fact that she prayed this and that God didn't answer. And then what she realized is she needed to pray some more. So she kept on praying. And in fact, this went on for for months. Every day she would pray this prayer, calling for God to, to transform her husband's life and give him peace and rest while at the same time giving them some financial security. And and over time, they, they discovered, she shares, how God had already been answering. So first thing was that... that their, their expensive car that they had, and it was expensive. Uh, it ended up uh, being hit by another vehicle. Uh, it was in a parking lot, so no one was in it, and totally destroyed. And so they uh, they were able to write it off. The, the There were still payments for years on out, but they were able to, I don't exactly know how it all worked, but they, they were able to get out of that. And so they decided to buy something a little smaller, not as expensive, nice yes but not as expensive and so so they cut down their financial obligation anyways it goes on and she kept praying though because it wasn't in her mind the the answer that she needed to hear because she still didn't feel god was listening and for about two years she kept this prayer up and finally something happened her her husband sadly developed cancer and it wasn't the, the prayer she had hoped for, she just wanted him to cut back on work. Well, he develops cancer, he has to cut back on his work extremely much. Now, mind you, he will outco- he will overcome this. And as he overcomes it, she she talks about how she realized that in one breath, it was the answer to her prayers, because he had to cut back on his work. And it made him realize how much he had been working. His kids even would comment to him at, at some point during this time off of work how, They missed him and so he began to research new jobs he actually found a company in his in his uh community where he could do similar to what he was doing but not work as much and so he went and he and he and he prayed about it himself and see what had happened is while she was praying for something very specific god was already at work and that happens in our life all the time we envision how God should respond. We envision what God should do. And in turn, what we do is we begin to isolate what God can do. We, we tell God, I, I want my husband's work life to, to small down, to, to scale down, so he's not working as much and he's home more. And God responds by cutting the ability for, for the financial constraints which caused him to work much away, but that's not what they wanted. Because they wanted him to work less hours and still have the same pay. And then eventually he ends up with cancer and he quits working as much and he's home more, but now he's sick. So it it was a trade off. It wasn't what she wanted, but it was how God was at work. And eventually he would get a new job. He he would cut back on his hours, but this took a couple years. And she talks about how what she realized was yes she needed to pray that prayer but she needed to to constantly pray it because god was answering it in ways she hadn't seen yet and and as paul writes this text in verse 20 he says it is by god's power who is at work in us to do far greater things than we can ever imagine her husband she she concluded her story would get a new job at a new company making the same pay, working less hours. It was the answer to her praise. But it took a journey. And what her husband realized was, regardless of the pay, because it wasn't about that, they could manage with less. They just had to not be greedy. And for him, that was the answer to her prayers. And for her, it was a recognition of whatever time we have, she had to celebrate that. She had to acknowledge that. And it was all through God's amazing Gift is amazing power. But often we look to God and we say, Lord, you can only answer this prayer this way. And God will go beyond that and answer it in a far greater way. Why? Because we can't imagine the way God will answer. Now some might argue in that story that, well, the husband could have died. Yeah, he could have. But maybe that time that he was away from work opened his eyes to the necessity and opened the eyes of his children to the necessity of not working so hard. Not that we only give half of our effort, but that when we give all of our effort, it is not about how many hours we work, it's not about how much money we pay. It is about how we work in the face of all that we do. Maybe that was their lesson. And maybe it's the same lesson for you. If you have to see some leaves going across the screen, there's, a, there's this giant, beautiful plant that, that hangs on the front porch. And every now and then it swings pretty pretty drastically. And so uh, it shows up in the camera. But uh, um, So that's what you're seeing. You're not seeing some strange aliens showing up. But, but you know, we, we, we often, and it's very true, we, we get so bogged down in uh, trying to do things our way. Now we forget about how God can work for us in our lives and I tell you I you know I know for a lot of us that is a very challenging area to look at when you when you go back to this text for a minute there's a word and it's abundant um, this this word itself um Basically, basically means out of, um, exceedingly. In other words, you, you take a take a seed, right, and we plant that seed in the dirt, and we water it, we nurture it, we we trim it if it gets out of control. And what happens over time is it it begins to flourish. If it's a fruit plant, it produces fruit. If it's vegetable, it produces vegetable. If it's flowers, it produces beautiful flowers. And it is all out of the start of that little seed. And that little seed is you. That that in you, God will and does and always has been able to uh, develop and flourish something far greater than ever you could imagine. And I, and I realized that... Uh, intensively today because, you know, I, I had a celebration of life service for, for a dear parishioner who, you know, whenever I saw him, I just, I just, I, I've sensed the peace of Christ around him, not just in him, but around him. And, you know, I know for the family, it, it is a, it is a difficult concept to understand that there will be joy again. there will be peace again in their lives they're they're filled with grief just as every family is that goes through death there's another family in our community that'll be having a celebration of life next week and and, and the same is true for them and and i know there are some that watch on the front porch that, that go through the the same anguish the same struggle because of someone they've lost recently and, and all of it is the this this thought that God, restore my hope, restore my joy. And, and the, the response from God is absolutely, emphatically, yes, I will. Yet we fail to ask God for that prayer. Family going through a, and I've talked to, oh, geez, it breaks my heart. At least four families that are going through family chaos, if you will. Some are filing for divorce. Some have separated. Some are just dealing with all sorts of anguish. And and it is in all of that that, that you know, I, I shared with a couple of them, I said, you have to pray for peace. You need to pray for peace and joy to come back in your life. Not right away, because God won't make it happen at the snap of a finger, but but at some level, have it come back into your life. And, and you need to pray for that because that's what God is asking you to do. And if you begin to pray for that, you begin to sense that God is listening. But until you receive it, don't stop the prayers. Don't just let them fade off into never, never land. Because in this life that we live, all of us face an uphill battle from time to time. And the only way The only way we get to the mountain is by His strength and His love, by the peace that He grants to us, the endurance to go through those troubled times. But yet, if we don't rely on Him, if, if we don't trust in Him, then how can He truly respond? And how can we truly see what He's doing in our lives? It it, it is the acknowledgement that God is so great and wonderful. That it's not that He hasn't heard us. It's that in an instant He responded and in an instant He sent that prayer. It's just that it's got to arrive at the point that we're willing and ready to hear it, to see it, to witness it. Because sometimes the grief is so intense, the pain and the suffering is so intense, that as that prayer comes into our life, as the answer comes, we can't see it and we miss it. And this young lady on this on this broadcast shared how she probably had an answer to her prayer several times over, but she never saw him because she was consumed with the grief, and the anguish and the strain of this husband who she loved dearly it was burning, burning it at both ends. So I want to encourage you in this way, friends. If you're there if you're wondering does god see me the answer is yes and, and does god not only see me but will god heal me the answer is yes Will god restore me absolutely That's what god will do for you don't give up on Him. don't limit god and god's ability to do amazing things. i promise you he is he is and he always will Will you pray with me? Loving Father, I thank you, Lord, for this day and for the gift of your Son, Jesus, for the grace that you show all of us, for the peace. Hello. So, Lord, as we go forth from this day and into the next, I just ask, Lord, that you you shine a blessing upon us. In a powerful way. That you let us see the answers to our prayers. And I ask, Lord, too, that you encourage those who are praying to continue to pray for each other, for themselves, and for all the needs of the community. Lift us up, Almighty God. Lift us up. In the name of your Son, Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. You know, friends, it is it is often a reminder. I think that that as we as we look ahead, as we wrestle with what does tomorrow bring for me, how do I how do I get through this day? Just ask God for strength. Just ask God for the reminder of the hope. Because I tell you, and I, and I promise you this: that that there comes a time when, when we just we just are lost. But it's God who guides us back home. And it is God and His love for you and me that that we can we can conquer the day. We'll overcome every moment of our lives. Why? Because he loves you. He loves you. Friends, I, I, I thank you for uh, stopping by tonight on the front porch. And, you know, as as you go into the night, as you go forward in the rest of your day here, just surround yourself with God's grace, surround yourself with his love. And just know, just know with certainty that whatever you face, day tomorrow or the next day but God is there listening ready to be with you why because he loves you I thank you friends for stopping by the front porch tonight and get outside and sit on your porch enjoy what God has given you and so until tomorrow when we gather again may God bless and keep each of you safe May he hold you in the palm of his hands, and may you see the face of Christ. Good night from the front porch.